0: Hello, and welcome to Our Lady of Victory. Welcome to our live streaming. Today is Thursday, December 23rd, and today we hear once again from Luke's Gospel. It's the story of the birth of John the Baptist. Listen to the story retold today. When the time arrived for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they rejoiced with her. When they came on the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said in reply, No, he will be called John. But they answered her, There is no one among your relatives who has this name. So they made signs asking his father what he wished him to be called. He asked for a tablet, and he wrote, John is his name. They were all amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened, his tongue freed, And he spoke, blessing God. Then fear came upon all of their neighbors, and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things took them to heart, saying, What then will this child be? For surely the hand of the Lord was with him. For our salvation, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Theologian John Shea remembers that when he was a boy, he remembers driving around the neighborhood at night at Christmas time to see lights. The strings of brilliant, flashing lights and Christmas figure people would put up on their houses and in their yards. But the Shea house, a small house in which his grandparents lived on the first floor, and John, his parents, and sisters lived upstairs. They had no lights. The grandparents' flat was always dark. They were usually in bed, in fact, by nine. The only light emanating from the house was the chaise Christmas tree from the second floor window. No blinking bulbs on and off, no glitz. Oh, wow, just a steady, soft, simple light shining, contrasting against the dark Advent night. Before long, the magic of their tree receded as the tinsel began to look wrinkled, and the tree shed its needles on the rock. But as he grew older, he discovered the lesson of his family's simple tree. John remembers this, and I quote, Christmas celebrates an inner light, a tree of lights inside the house of our being, and invites us to come close and to ponder its beauty. We notice this light because it is in contrast with the outer darkness. Although the outer darkness does not go away, the inner light defies this darkness, refusing to allow it to dictate the terms of existence. No matter how severe the darkness of the outer world is, it cannot overcome the inner and the the transparent light. Give the darkness its due, but not your soul. Although we do not always reflect on it, there is an edge to Christmas. An in-your-face attitude, you might say. So I wish everyone a defiant Christmas, says John Shay. Of course, I really want everyone to have what the Christmas cards say, unvarnished peace, love, and joy. But that is not what we always get. Christmas arrives to find our health precarious, our careers, our jobs, our vocations under stress, our finances perhaps dipping badly, our relationships sometimes in need of repair, our society and our world either slightly or wildly insane, threatening us in ways we could have never imagined. We need to push back. When the outer world is darkness, we need to find and rest in the inner world of light and bring that light into the intimidating darkness. Since this inner world is rooted in a transcendent love, it is more powerful than all the attacks that emerge from both our finitude and our sin. When we bring it forth, we walk the path of Gentle defiance, you might say. We are neither negative nor angry. We have just managed to find a greater love by which to be held, by which to be energized. This capacity for defiance may be the Christmas gift that we will all need to unwrap during one December or another. I took that from Have a Defiant Christmas by John Shea. It was on the National Catholic Reporter. See, Christmas is God's invitation to us to hope. In the midst of humanity's darkest night, a light flickers in the cold Bethlehem cave. In the wake of terror and of fear, an angel sings of peace for all of God's beloved. In the cold winter ground, a rose blooms. In today's Gospel, Zechariah is finally able to embrace the promise of God. He rediscovers within himself the faith of his ancestors that enables him to put aside his own doubts, his own fears, and to be able to embrace the joy and the hope that's represented by the birth of his son, John. See, the true gift of this Advent season is hope. Hope in the possibilities to bring about rebirth in the midst of destruction and barrenness, Hope in small seedlings that can grow into a bountiful harvest for God's own people. Pray with me. Compassionate God, may we journey to the promise of Easter with Advent hope. Help us to discover within our hearts the light of your love, that we might illuminate our own journey through the darkest nights of our lives. May we always find reason to hope in your constant presence, in the love and in the forgiveness that we give and that we receive. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Lady of Victory, pray for us. Be blessed today. Bring this blessing to a person whom you encounter today, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a wonderful day and know that in a very special way through these holy days, I remember each and every one of you and all of your family, all those whom you love, in my constant prayer.